0: Good morning to you all. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Today is Saturday, November 5th, 2022. And this is my first podcast. This is my first recording on podcast. And I, the, the reason for this is because I want to reach as many people as I think it's very important to spread the gospel in every way we can. And as you have seen, the name of my podcast is You're Not Alone. You're Not Alone. And I want to stress that fact of not being alone. You are not alone. Back from the book of Genesis, the Lord God has made it clear to us that every creation is never alone. Every creation that God created has never been alone. If you go back to the book of Genesis, you will understand that everything God made, He made that to depend on another or to depend on Him. And he created us as human to cohabitate with each other and to be able to know that he, God, in his greatness and awesomeness, loves us. And this is why this title of You Are Not Alone is important, especially now. Now, now, doubt that the economy of the world is in bad shape. Now that relationship has been not the same again. Families are divided. People are not drawn to God anymore like they should. And through all these troubles and trials, sometimes we may think we are alone. And it may give us a kind of a very isolating attitude that we will remove ourselves from people because we feel within us that we are alone. Let me ask you a question and please be truthful with this question. Are you alone? Are you alone? Now, I know you, you may not want to answer that question and I don't want you to answer it loudly, But yet there is one part of this that I want you to see back again in the book of Genesis. When the Lord God declared himself that he is God and no one else like him. God assured us that he's with us. Because when he created mankind, the Bible says that he created us in his own image. In the image of God, he created us. At one point in our life, we always think that we're alone. We're alone. At one point in our life, especially when we are sick or when something is not right, we will think that we are the only one going through what we are going through. And the truth is, it is not so. You're not the only one. And you're not alone as well. And in these, I want you to see, can you imagine the fear of you looking at yourself and think that you're alone and a very familiar story that i can bring to you is when life seems to be dark in the life of the israelite when moses was leading them Hmm. it is scary ladies and gentlemen it is one of the most scary moments in the life of the israelites and I can imagine how it will be. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure if I was there, I be, I'll be terrified also. I will be terrified. I know that. I know that. When the Israelite was about to leave Egypt, listen to this. This story reminded us of how Israelites are planning their escape from, from slavery in Egypt. Initially, remember that Pharaoh agreed to let God's people go, initially. But in the split of a second, he changed his mind and he began to pursue them. Now notice this, with 600 of his best chariots. 600 of his best chariots. Can you imagine being chased by your enemy? You've lost hope. And you probably think you're going to escape. Well, in the beginning, you would think, I heard from God. God God spoke to me. And remember, Moses heard from God. Moses heard from God. But what is disturbing in this fact is that it got into a stage in Moses' life that there is this moment of reflection that people will begin to wonder, did you really hear from God? <laughs> are you really worshipping God? Have you ever been in a state that you've yourself that question? And you think, God, if you, if you are God, where are you? I met a man recently um, inside the plane on my way to London. And he saw me reading um, an article in the magazine. I don't know how he got to see that. And he said to me, Oh, you you're not sleeping, everybody's sleeping. I said, No, I I don't want to sleep now. If I sleep, I I'll be awake all 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 day. I said, and then he said, Okay. He said, What what's that magazine? The title of the magazine is When We Think God is Far Away from Us. Actually, that's one of that's where I, I got gather some of these points that i want to share with you. And he says to me, He says, So so you believe in God? I said, Absolutely. He said, Are you a Christian or a Muslim? I said, I'm a Christian. He said, Interesting. Can we talk? I said, okay. So we I moved out of my seat and we went to the back of the plane where there's a little reservation there. If you um behind the first class session, we sat there, there's there's a high chair there and a the table, two high chairs, and we sat there. He said, Do you mind do you want to drink anything? I said, Yeah, a tea would be better. And he got a tea and I got a tea. I don't drink milk and sugar and he added sugar to his own and then we started talking he said he left church when his wife died 15 years ago and he said he's never been to church he said but for some reason there's always a nudge in his mind that tell him to go back to go, to, to church he said how could god that loves me that i serve allow my wife to die i mean for a moment i I I couldn't imagine because I've not been in that state and I don't ever want to be in that state. So I paused and I said, you know, because I'm not in your shoe, I don't know how it's been, but can I say this to you, that God knows exactly what he's done. I said, was your wife sick? He says, yes. I said, so... When she died, what was the state? He said, it does not matter. God could have healed her. I said, you're right. God could have healed her. I said, that's why I said, I, 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 don't, I have not been in your state, in your shoes, so I don't know what to say. Anyway, in one word, after a different conversation, I told him that in me, God is telling me to tell you that he wants you back. He said, how do you want me to believe that? I said, number one, I don't know you. You don't have to look at what I was reading. God directed your attention to that area. You call me, I immediately obeyed and I come. I said, don't you think that's a confirmation of what you have been thinking in your mind? We prayed, we prayed, we prayed. He cried, I cried. We shared this word with each other. The man lives in California. His name is Robert. As a matter of fact, I'm going to send this to him because I told him I'm going to share his story. He told me he'll be back to church. He couldn't make it last Sunday, he said. I mean, from the past Sunday, but he went this Sunday. He said people that know him in that church were singing and rejoicing looking at him. He says, I didn't know I have such an impact in the life of people. Well, before I continue that story, let me go back to the story of Moses that you and I may be familiar with. So, here is, here is Pharaoh with, his, with 600 of his best chariots, and they began to pursue the Israelite. The approaching army terrified the Israelite, and the Israelite cried out to Moses, and they said to Moses, have you brought us this far to kill us? It would have been better if we die in the, in the wilderness. Why are we here? Have you ever been in that state when you think, God, I'm better off where I was. Why do you put me in this place? I have learned something in life, that every challenge in your life is not meant to destroy you. It's meant to strengthen you. And if God is going to bring the best out of you, you must face the challenge of this world. And this is part of the reason why we know that we have to be able to to know that god does not hate us he doesn't there has never been a time that god says he hated us so the people of israel now begin to cry and they were asking moses why have you decided to put us on a suicidal mission (laughs) they cried out to moses and they cried and they cursed moses and they abused moses And immediately Moses reminded the people of God's promise that he would deliver them. You heard what I said. Moses reminded them and said, remember, the Lord God said he would deliver you. He would deliver you out of them. Even before the trouble comes, he told you ahead of time that he would deliver you. But because of the circumstances, they couldn't see that. Have you ever been in a state where your circumstances is telling you something else other than what God has said? Maybe you have. Maybe you have not been. I have been in that state. I've been in that state when Marshall came to my house to pack all my stuff because of unpaid rent. Yeah, they were in our apartment. 3415 Neptune Avenue in Coney Island. (laughs) My wife and I then were owing almost about four to five months rent. And mind you, I was a pastor then, though, and still a pastor. But it never, it never crossed my mind that God has done something. It was one of the darkest moments of our life. I've shared this story with many people. And maybe I should share it now again with you. I know I was telling you a story before that I, I didn't forget, that story of my friend Robert that I met. Um, on my way to, uh, to London. Anyway, the marshal came and they walked into our house with big boxes and they began to pack all the stuff. About to lock the door, it was on a Thursday. There is holiday on Friday, there is holiday on Monday. And the man went downstairs into the room because it was a, a duplet where the bedroom is downstairs and the living room and the kitchen is upstairs. And the moment he saw one of the rooms, it's empty, because at that time, we, we, we had no children at the time. And he saw the room, that the room was like a prayer room. Actually, it was, it was set up to be a prayer room for, for, for me and for my wife and I. And so he said, when he saw that, he turned back, he said, I'm not gonna do this. Whoever lives in this place, it's, it's a godly person. He left. I never for one time, Debated in my mind. But there's always a time when your circumstances is telling you something else <laughs> other than what the Lord God is telling you. And this is the same life that I'm sharing with you from this book of Exodus, chapter 14. And so the Bible tells us that the Israelites were so terrified and so afraid because of their circumstances that is telling them otherwise than what moses is reminding them my goodness you are not alone i must confess to you when you think you're alone look past into your life you will understand that god is with you if god is not with you you wouldn't have made it thus far look at what you have been through you've been through so much but here you are you are still standing you're still standing. You know why you're still standing? Because greater is he that is in you than the, that is in the world. God he has been your strength. Back into the story. The people, of, the people of Israel were very terrified. They heard the rumbling of the chariots charging toward them. They saw a huge body of water blocking their only escape. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have you been in that state between, between rocks? I will say, I'm not going to use the regular word, between rocks, not between hard and rock, between rocks, and there's no way out. The Israelites heard the rumbling of the chariots, 600 chariots charging toward them, and in front of them was a huge body of water blocking their only escape. I want you to just imagine that for a second. Imagine the fear that would be in their mind. Imagine the fear that is in the mind of a man who the doctor says you will not leave more than a week. And she, the, the doctor was wrong. The man is still living right now. And this was said to him in 1999. Imagine the fear. The reality they knew was that Pharaoh's finest soldiers were pursuing them. That's all they can see. And there was a huge obstacle. The Red Sea preventing their escape. God's people had no idea the miracle awaiting them. Just like you have no no idea of what God is about to do in your life. Can I tell you something? What you think you're going through right now, God already made the way out. And you're going to get out of it. Believe me, I tell you that you're going to get out of this because you're not alone. From the get-go of this problem, God has always been there. From the beginning of another problem you're going to be encountering, because we're all going to be encountering that, God has also been there. So here is the the key. God, people had no idea of what God was about to do. So when Moses saw this, now I want you to look at verse 21 of this book of Exodus 14. The Bible says clearly, all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it to dry land all night long. the Lord was working. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness, I'm glad it was not in the day that many would have thought it wasn't a miracle, it was somebody who just did it. You cannot part the sea by hand in the night, actually. In that during that era, when the machinery are not as many as they were now, or maybe there were none, then we don't even know. <laughs> so the Lord God said to Moses when Moses was complaining, the Lord God said, What is in thy hand? Moses looked at the hand, and the Lord God said, Stretch your hand. All along the answer to the question have been with them. Do you realize that? The answer to their question have been with them they have no idea that they have the question they were asking have an answer they have no idea they have no idea that the answer to that question is is right there with them so when you when you think you are alone I want to say to you no you're not you're not alone you're not alone and when when you think in your mind that God has forsaken you is when God says no nope, you don't even know what I'm about to do I'm about to do something in your life that I've never done before remember they've been asking questions all night long where are we going to go how are we going to get out of this and the Lord God told them clearly the Lord God told them clearly in that verse. If you go back again to chapter 14 of the book of uh, Exodus. And the Lord God said unto them in verse 18. All the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his first men. God said I will prove myself to them. Ah, God help me. God is going to prove himself to you this month, this year, this coming year, for the rest of your life. God is going to prove himself because you are still in doubt. And he's going to prove himself to the enemy who don't know that God is with you. They don't know God is with you, but God is going to prove himself to them. Just as God says here in this verse 18 that God said he's going to prove himself to Pharaoh. Now, the Bible tells us in verse 19 of this book of Exodus 14, And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed removed and went behind them. The pillar of cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptian and the camp of Israel. It was a cloud and darkness to them, to the enemy, to the Egyptians. But it gave light by night to these, to the Israelites, so that One came not near the other all through the night. Oh, my God. They were chasing them but they couldn't meet them because God has has a way of putting that between them. That's why you have not been caught by the enemy all this while. You know why? Because God did this. (laughs) I love this thing. God help me. I love this. Oh, God knows I love this. Let me read that again. Verse 19 says, And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, to the Egyptians, but it gave light by night to the Israelite. so that one came not near the other all night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided my goodness can i just prophesy over somebody's life right now i want to prophesy over your life i declare in the name of jesus whatever sea that is ahead of you that may be a blockage i declare this day in the name of jesus that the lord shall part those sea the Lord will make a way where there seems to be no way in your life in the name of Jesus. I pray this morning, under the power of Almighty God, that where the enemy seems to say that there is no way, God will make a way for you. God will stop the enemy and will defeat them. The place that will become a path of success for you will become a drowning ground for your enemy. I declare in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, please listen to me. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you have been through. I don't know what you will be going through. But I do know we're all going to go through something. (laughs) There's no way you can mature. There's no way you can grow without going through anything in life. That's part of the way God has set us. And this is what will make you wise. The strength is, is tested by what you go through. Oh, yeah. Your wisdom is tested. By the problem you solve your love is tested by the most hated people that you love ladies and gentlemen i want you to share this with people you are not alone i'm going to continue this in a couple of hours and in a couple of days I, t- I intend to record this three times a week if it's possible and i pray god will give me that strength but i want to ask you to know you're not alone. The Lord your God is with you. And the same God who brought you this far knows exactly what he wants to do in your life. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. You better believe that. He had made that promise. He said to Isaiah, that, that let these people know that I'm with them. <laughs> and then he sent his only son, whose name is called Emmanuel, God is with us. Listen to me, and listen to me good. The Lord God is with you. The Lord God is with me. The Lord God is with us. And when we know that, then we can forge ahead and know that he that is in us, he that is with us, is stronger and greater than those that are against us. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the word of God. I want you to believe this I want you to stand on this. When your circumstances does not go in accordance or in rhyme with your problem, I mean with the word of God, you will think that God has forsaken you. You will think that you are alone. But you have to look at God over your circumstances. The giant that that stands before you does not is not as strong as our God. Our God is stronger than the giant. You remember what David said? I come to you in the name of the Lord, he said. <laughs> In the name of the Lord, all oh, that that it's simple as that. In the name of the Lord. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause his face to shine upon you. Good morning to you again. Hello to you out there. I want to welcome you to You Are Not Alone Podcast. <laughs> My name is Gabriel Adebayo, and I want to talk to you this morning from the book of Isaiah. Have you ever felt alone? Feel like things is not working your way? Your marriage is not going in accordance that you think your relationship is not going the way you thought it would go? Your finances is in a bad shape? And everything seems to be happening to you all at once. And you wonder, what have I done wrong? Am I reaping the sin of my parents? Have I done something wrong? And sometimes we we'll even think if there's someone that is against us somewhere. Well, I want to clarify some things and I want to assure you of some things clearly. This early morning, the Lord God woke me up and asked me to do this. And I want to share this with you wherever you are. Please listen to me very carefully. I want to tell you this before i speak anything before i say anything that the best is yet to come in your life you heard what i said the best is yet to come i say that because i am a testament to that i my my family is an example to that i've seen i have i have been in that situation where i think that i I will never get out of it but god did something that I, I wonder how, how could you do this and save me. But what I didn't realize that he had done it from the beginning of the, before the, be, before the problem begins. So what you're worrying about now should soon become, will soon become history. Yeah, look back into things that you are worried about. You will soon realize and realize and said, oh yeah, that's true. So this too shall pass. The Lord God spoke to the Israelites in the book of Isaiah chapter number 43. I love this very well. This is one of my favorites. The Lord assured them of so many things. And one of the few things that I want to share with you that I know the Lord God um, um, assured them of is to tell them that they are his workmanship. If you get time, you should read that book of Isaiah chapter 43. He says they are God's, they are his workmanship. Created by him God unto good works. Back in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, Paul confirms what what, is, what prophet Isaiah says here. You are God's workmanship. And because you are God's workmanship, God cannot allow you to be disrupted in any form. Let me ask you a question. If you're a woman, I know women love gold. <laughs> And they love shoes, too. Can you let go of one of the most expensive of your gold? Can you just throw it away and give it away? Of course not. Now, let me just go to your bag. That bag that you saved and saved and saved to buy. Can you just one day set it on fire and say, I don't like this bag anymore? Of course not. Because that's your sweat. So when the Bible says that the Lord God says it's you and I, I's workmanship, created by him unto good works, which means he did not create you to be a loser. So don't you ever for one second think you're a loser. That's one thing. You are created unto good works. The book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says that if you can can have the time to read that. He has created us and formed us, not only giving us a being, but this being formed us into who we are. Into we who we are. Control our government. mean our directive life. And incorporated them by the chapter of his own covenant. That's God. And number two. We are the people that he purchased by the blood of his son. He redeemed us out of slavery. Out of poverty. Out of confusion. That's what the book of Isaiah, chapter 63, verse 9 tells us. God redeemed you. Things that could have killed you made you stronger. <laughs> oh, God. God purchased you and I together. And that's why we're still here. That's why you control not throw away your gold. That's why you control not throw away that bag. Because you purchased it. How how can you pay so much price on something and then suddenly throw it away? Do you think that makes sense? Of course it doesn't make any sense. And that's why I'm simply saying that God is with you. And sometimes you wonder, why am I not saving? Why why haven't I um, done all that which I had in mind to do? Well, the God that you serve has set up a time. And when that time comes, can I tell you this? You have no power to even stop God from doing what he wants to do. So if you don't have power, then nobody has power to stop God. God is unstoppable. And sometimes we even act as if God will run out of mercy. If God will run out of power. If God will run out of kindness. It's impossible. God is the source of all greater things. How can he run out of it? Is it possible? Of course not. It's not possible. Number three. You and I are these peculiar people, whom the Lord distinguishes from others. That's why, what others go through and kill them, you have gone through it and you're still standing. Do you believe that? Look at you. Take a look at you. Take a look at you and see what you have achieved so far. Well, it may not be many, but God, for God's sake, can you just can you just look at yourself and say, "Thank you, God." Can you just can you just pat yourself and just go? I made it thus far. I can make it. Yes. So so we are we are we are whom the Lord has distinguished from others and set us apart from for himself. He has called us by name. He knows who we are. Number four. He is our God in covenant. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 3 tells us that. I'm gonna read that very soon. He says, I am the Lord thy God that's that's God for us so if you are afraid of what to do what not to do or you think you are alone let me share this with you you're not alone you're not alone in what you're going through right now no you're not you're not alone because there's a way out the Bible tells us in book of 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 that that that, I'm, that the problem that you're going through is common to many people but God has made a way for it to go through 1 Corinthians chapter ten verse thirteen. Regardless of what you are going through, God says, "I have made a way for that trouble to go." You know, I was sharing with you this story in in the first episode of this of, of this podcast. I was sharing with you a story of the Israelites facing the roaring of a giant wave of Red Sea and running after them as six hundred. Best chariots of Pharaoh. Where do you go when you don't know where to go? <laughs> Good to God. Well, let me read this to you quickly. The book of Isaiah, chapter 43. I'm going to read from verse 5 just to shorten the time. Here is what it says. This is for you. This is for you right now that is listening to me. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee. From the west, you know what the Bible meant by that. I see, your siblings, your children, everything that belongs to you. I will say to the to give up to the south, keep not back. Meaning that whatever that belongs to you, God says He will not let anyone keep it back.
1: Bring my sons
0: from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone, listen to this, that is called by my name. I have created them for my glory. Do you do you believe that? I do believe that. I do believe that because this is the passage that keeps me up when I'm when I'm when I was down, and anytime I feel like things is not going right, this is the passage right here. I have been created for God's glory. You have been created for God's glory. And then the Lord God confirmed it. He says, "I have formed thee, yet I have made thee." So. When you fear that moment, go to that book of Isaiah chapter 43. What I just read to you is verse 5. Now let me read to you verse 1. I purposely did that. But now, thus said the Lord, that created thee, O Gabriel, put your name there. <laughs> and he that formed thee, put your, put your family name there. Hear now, I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by my name. Thou art mine. Can, can you imagine if God says you are mine? When thou passeth through the waters, I will will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. This is God speaking to you. This is God speaking to you. Take that. God says you are not alone. You are not alone in what you are going through. God is there with you. Just like he was there with the three Hebrews in the furnace of fire, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God is with you. And I think you should walk around within this book of Isaiah chapter 43 and say, the Lord God is with me. And guess what? Can I say this? Please, let me say this to you. You got to listen to this. And if God is with you, then who can be against you? Ah, please. (laughs) If God is with you, there is none that will be against you. And that you should walk around. They may not like it. They can't do nothing about it. Just because you you don't like the sun doesn't mean you're going to change the sun. Of course not. So if you don't like me, that's your problem. If I don't like you, that's my problem. May God bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. Good morning to you.